0: Welcome to another episode of Sweetness and Light, featuring me, Eric Mark, and
1: me, your other co-host, Justin, aka Justy Proust. Dude, Eric, how are you, my friend?
0: You know, I'm pretty good, thanks, buddy. Uh, it, it's been it's been a little while. Uh, we, we've been running for the, ready, ready and waiting for this uh, this uh, moment. Uh, I know we've been the number four comedy podcast in Italy. Let's uh, let's make that around the world. You know, I'm uh,
1: fully on board with that and endorse it 100. percent and I think today is going to be uh, the catalyst that gets us there. What do you think? You know, I think there's no reason for it not to be. Now, I'm going to start off with a story that I think will help catapult us to that position because this weekend we went to the beach and we went with a friend of ours who is an ER doc in uh,
0: Texas here, in Katy. Now, I know when, when you tell one of these stories, you have to clarify up front just uh, because we're in, our listeners don't know. Uh, nude or fully clothed beach? Oh,
1: Absolutely nude. Um, no, good, of course good. it was fully clothed. Um, and unfortunately, because it's a Texas beach, too many people are unclothed and then in not a good way. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't a great experience, to be honest with you. It's a lot of rednecks
0: and uh, a lot of a lot of beer guts, is what I'll say. Yeah. Um, See, yeah. that's the problem. Yeah, I have I have no problem with public nudity, as we've discussed, for the right people. Other people should have to keep their clothes on. I mean, that's crazy. <laughs>
1: so you it's would just have definitely been in full force i agree yeah. i think i think it's good so i always like to ask especially er docs you know what is it that that's that that when you know that this person's coming in that you dread and he said two things he said a male between the ages of 30 and 50 that comes in saying my wife was out of town <sighs> Because he knows they're either doing one of two things, like trying to do something stupid by jumping off a roof, or they're trying to shove something up their ass. It's weird that those
0: are the only options, but okay.
1: <laughs> well, that's what he said. He goes, listen, I've been doing this for 12 years. It has never ceased to fail me.
0: And you were saying when your brother was doing ER rotations, yeah, that even in the short time he was doing it, he'd seen essentially every imaginable object shoved up someone's ass. So so I understand that that's that- – that is what happens, and, and apparently that's what people do. But it's, it's strange that those are the only things people do. It's incredibly strange. And the best part – I love this caveat, though,
1: that um, he said, you know, when my wife's out of town. That's the big red flag because he goes, I, they're there. I know they're going to do something horrible. And the best part is if they are – if they had shoved something up their butt, they always say, please tell my wife that I fell and I broke something. If she calls, like, don't tell her that I stubbed something up my ass and had to have surgery. And the guy's like, I, I I can't lie. Like, that is that's ethically wrong. I have to tell the truth. And he's like, well, maybe I'll just walk out of
0: here. And he goes, why don't you try? <laughs> <laughs> now, wait, wait. So this requires surgery, though. So this isn't just like reaching in and pulling it out. Well, so that's what I learned today. So apparently. So so kids, if- when you're thinking about doing this, just be aware of the consequences. And we're, you know, we're not. Laying any judgment or suggesting that it's a bad thing. In fact, it could be a good thing. But be aware that there could be consequences.
1: 100% agree. And what he said was that once it goes past, it breaches the anus, it forms basically a vacuum. And so once it's inside, if you go in and try to pull it out, you can actually rupture the colon. So he said Ah. what you have to do is you have to be sedated. They basically have to aerate it, which just sounds horrific, and then take out whatever the device is. But if... Couldn't you poop it out? <laughs> no, 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 no. These are like light. Like he said, still the number one thing he finds in people is light bulbs, and I,
0: I'm blown away by this. Okay, I mean this probably isn't a great idea, but couldn't you just contract and 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 pop it, and then you know poop out the pieces? Again, I think that would
1: destroy so many parts of an important piece of your body that I don't think that is a good option.
0: All right, so that's another lesson learned for everybody, including me today. Do you need? If you have a light bulb stuck, do not try to break it
1: to get it out. There is a there is a green light at the end of this tunnel. No pun intended. That he said in his twelve years, he's never seen an animal up there. He's only seen inanimate
0: objects, which I thought that was a good step in the right direction. So that is that. That's a change from previous generations.
1: Yeah, the whole gerbil generation. Apparently, that was a big movement when he was in medical school. Basically, well, late pet, pet 90s, shop, early two thousands. Pet Shop
0: Boys. Pet Shop Boys. <laughs> yes, like the Pet Shop Boys. Yeah, and I love the band, by the way. But yeah, so, so um, interesting. Now, does that mean that that is being done less often or that people are reporting it less often?
1: Most likely it's being done less often because what he said was that when it occurs, it's it, it physically blocks it. So, I mean, unless you've got some special tools or whatever to get it out, you... Uh,
0: you must go to a doctor to get it out. But couldn't you coax an animal out? Like, I mean, you just like um,
1: <laughs> no, but you a just cheese put, at
0: the end of your butt. Yeah, you're or some honey if it's a bear. Well, it wouldn't be a bear. It wouldn't be a bear. But if it's a, <laughs> if it's a, if if it's a raccoon. Well, it wouldn't probably wouldn't be a raccoon either. But if it was like um, a you know a relation to a bear that was attracted to honey or any animal. I mean. What am I saying? Any animal's attracted to honey. People were attracted to honey before there was refined sugar, obviously. So it's just any animal would would w- certainly compared to what you're experiencing up there. You'd probably prefer honey at the other end of the tunnel, right?
1: <laughs> One can only imagine. Yes.
0: Now, from your experience, when this was popular, um, were fish ever a thing? Because I would think that that would be like they 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 you know they're scaly but slimy. They I would think that and, and they they're sort of more aerodynamically shaped. Ironically aerodynamic in the water, but okay, but they're more they're more but they're more shaped, you know, for for Insertion. for sl- yeah. Not all fish. <laughs> like not a blowfish or something. I mean like, you know, yeah. a good that's a good skinny fish. Like a good tuna.
1: Yeah. A very agile, smooth, fast fish. Um I hope to God no. Um, And I can only imagine, especially because they were in, not that creatures in the air are any better with microorganisms, but my understanding is that especially sea creatures are just inundated with bacteria and introducing that to that part of your body could, I can only imagine what kind of infections you'd get from that.
0: I mean, that's an interesting thing. and we'll we'll We will not have to come back to that for a further episode, why there's so much bacteria in the sea. But, but that said, I mean, isn't it birds and, and, and bats, you know, who, who give us flus often and stuff? So they must not be, you know, I don't know, but they're personal hygiene.
1: Yeah, but I've never heard of anyone shoving a bird or a bat up their butt. I could be wrong, but I've just never heard of it. I'm sure it's been done. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm not saying it hasn't been done. Trust me, there is someone out there that has. Uh, have they lived to tell the tale? I, I don't know.
0: I suppose... The plus side of using an animal is that you get, you know, you get your moments or moments or hours or days of enjoyment and then you have a, gr- a great meal at the end of the whole thing. Hang on, did you just say days worth of enjoyment? Well, I, well it, it, not necessarily on purpose, that may not have been your intent, but because it's hey, it, hey, Fido's not coming out. Oh well, I'll keep on going. All right, I'm going to go to bed, but when I get wake up, I'll try. You know what? I'm still enjoying this. <laughs> Eric, it sounds like you may have known someone who did this. Is that true? I thought that yeah, it, it might have been you.
1: It was certainly not me. However, in, of all the people I've met and in my life, I've never met anyone who's actually been accused or caught doing that. And I'm stunned because I've known a lot of interesting people in my yeah,
0: life. Yeah, and I completely don't believe that. I, I believe that you had, you're you unaware of it, But um, but I'm sure... I, I'm, I'm totally. sure a sizable percentage, are, I, I don't mean with animals, I mean with objects, I'm sure a sizable <laughs> percentage of the people you know have done that, men and women included, and uh, and and yeah, and multi-gender.
1: Oh, absolutely. Now, to piggyback on that real quick, he did say that his worst time of year is two things, winter break and the beginning of summer break. And I was like, why? He goes, well, because that's when relationships tend to break up. And Hmm. he said that women will show up in the OR with just crazy things shoved into both orifices usually. really, Yes. That's kind of a one last go round kind of thing.
0: Well, speaking of like, you know, and here's the animal we haven't, and the obvious one. So I guess you're, you're, um, the famous Italian porn star, was it Sicilina who, who had run for, and in fact, um, become part of the Italian parliament. Um, I believe she was arrested in, in Israel because while she was there as a parliamentarian, she did one of her shows at a local gentleman's establishment and inserted a, uh, I think a snake, but maybe an eel. It must have been a snake because an eel would die out of water like, into herself. A big snake. And apparently that's illegal. <laughs> well, my follow up to that is I'm stunned you need a
1: law to tell you that. Like, at what point in time did they sit down in Parliament and say, you know what, today we're going to vote on inserting snakes into your rectum or vagina? And
0: possibly just certain kinds. Like, I mean, it like, could be a garter snake. Oh, that's fine. But like, you know, a boa constrictor. Absolutely not. <laughs> an asp. Uh, any, 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 any type of asp. No. Um, no asps in the ass. I would not want an asp in the ass because those are stinging creatures and I couldn't imagine. <laughs> the pain that would cause, yes. Yeah, but but could it could it bite you? Like, I mean, isn't there pressure in all directions? So it wouldn't be able to open its mouth. It'd be thinking, ah, oh, I have the perfect weapon, but I can't use it. <laughs> Ex- explain the physics of that to me, please. Well, if you're an asp and you went up someone's ass, man or woman, and you know you've got you've got. The rectum, and you've got, you know, and the colon and everything around, surrounding you. How can you open your mouth? Are you saying because the pressure is too much and it's crushing you, so you can't open? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, yeah. Well, it's not it's crushing you. It's just it's you're in a you're in a tube. (laughs) How do you where there's no room for you to uh, to extend your jaw, your snaky jaw. I
1: love the thought we're putting into this and absolutely did not think about it that way. But I do think you're on something here. I think that that probably wouldn't work well. Yes.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, you'd be like, ah, you, you're, you're, you know, all your life you've been, you, you know, you, you you believed you've got this weapon. You're, you know, no one's going to attack you and suddenly foiled again. Now, do you think you would, you would for the right price, call yourself an asp man me in general or or me specifically? You specifically. Um, if it weren't for Indiana Jones and, you know, being, being cool by not liking snakes, I, I could probably accept that. <laughs> That's, but if, but answer. but if you want, yeah, if you want, if you want, if you want to, um, you know, maintain any type of, uh, bond with Indy, you've gotta, you've gotta hate snakes.
1: Oh, absolutely. Um, it's very interesting. Okay, so I think that we have learned today that if you're going to do this, make sure there's something that stops it from continuing up, correct? Like a dam? Like, like a butt plug, where you have an end to it where it, 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 it doesn't keep going because like, I can imagine that when you're trying to shove something up there like a light bulb. Oh, oh, another. oh,
0: I thought you were saying use the butt plug as a thing to stop the other thing from going up. But you're saying use the, the butt plug is the thing. Exactly, yes. Oh, so you're saying, if you're using an animal, put one with broad shoulders in, so head well, can head can go in, but then it stops at the shoulders.
1: Absolutely, that's exactly what I'm saying. Yes. Right. Or if it's got you know arms, you can spray the arms out and then get it you know more of the rest of the body in, but make sure plus it stays Plus out. it
0: could use its arms to push itself back out, like if the if the arms <laughs> are on the other side. Can
1: you imagine that poor gerbil or whatever is you know gets out afterwards, starts licking itself. Oh my god, it tastes horrible. <laughs>
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. I think we're coming down. We're, we're coming down on, we're absolutely happy with people putting things in their ass. Just make sure that it's humane and that it's not, it's not harming yourself or others, including amb- our friends in the animal kingdom, the non-human yeah, Absolutely. 100%. All right. Because you don't want to be cruel.
1: No, absolutely not. Especially in that regard. Because I yeah. can't think of a
0: lot. There's a lot of bad deaths out there. That's got to be up there as one of the worst. For you or for the animal. For the animal. Yeah, but it would be pretty bad if somehow that activity killed you as well. (laughs) Well, I'm fairly certain there's a statistic
1: out there that we can probably look at, and maybe our audience can do this for us, um, of how many people a year die because they shove something in their rectum. I'm sure it's higher than you think. Oh, I'm willing to bet it's probably, throughout the world, I'll say it's about in the tens of thousands. What do you think?
0: Okay, well, that's... That's that's way higher than I think. Um, okay, I mean, yeah, I was thinking like ten. <laughs> okay, oh, ten. okay. If you're, if you think that tens of thousands of people die every year because they they put the wrong thing in their ass or the right thing at the wrong moment.
1: I would say I'm not saying I necessarily agree with this. I'm just thinking that it's going to be so much higher than I can imagine that I'm just going to say it's the tens of, uh, you know, 10,000-ish. Right, all right, all right. Well, this no. definitely
0: is definitely something that the audience should follow up with. Uh, maybe do a little poll, and uh, if you have any comments, uh, put it on our Facebook page. And if you have any knowledge, say you're that ER, ER doctor or you're that statistician or you're that, uh, you know, you're that, you're, you're that uh, scientist doing that study, we would love to know. Or if you've had a relative that this happened to. Right, yeah yeah, but no, but but to specific, specifically know how what the number is okay, yes, I agree with that,
1: but what my theory is though that if you've had a relative that's been affected by this, you probably looked up what are the odds of this happening, and then you kind of know the number as well, see where
0: I'm going? yeah, I get that, okay, so you're saying you're not just a a relative and a victim because you're a you're a relative of a victim um you're you're something of an expert or at least more than a lay person, maybe even an activist, yes, yeah, okay, all right. If if you this describes you, please let us know.
1: <laughs> and if not, please let us know. And by the end, we're
0: sorry for your loss. By the way, uh, speaking of speaking of numbers, so this is interesting. So um, the number of, of, of people who have I don't know, not people at all. <laughs> how, how, many, how many stars do you think are in the Milky Way? because these numbers keep on changing, you know, and it's like um, it's sometimes in our galaxy. Uh, yeah, so in our galaxy, and then what, Then there's a follow up question.
1: Um, I think it's in the million I'll say like two million
0: okay that's that that's so far incredibly off i i don't even, i i i'm i'm stunned i don't know what to say next
1: <laughs> so what is it
0: much much higher and i mean that's 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 not it's it's incredible how low that number is that you just said. And by the way, it's like, you know, I was, I was going to talk about how like there I, I, there's this other number that's been floating around for years. And it turns out that that number is way too low. But this number that you just said is so much lower than, than that number that's been around for decades. I'm stunned. Try again.
1: Oh, like 100 million then? No. Uh, a billion. You're getting closer. All right. Let's say like 4 billion then. You're getting closer. Up or down? What? Uh, up. Did I exceed the number so far yet or not? Let's say 10 billion then. Let's go crazy. No,
0: so people people used to for, for ages um we used to think that there was about 5 billion stars in the Milky Way. Okay. And what do they think now? Uh that but that what we've we've come to understand that that's not right at all. Um that it's it's much it's it's much higher. So for several reasons. One, you know, when we're looking at the Milky Way, we're looking at from inside the Milky Way. We can't see you know we can't certainly can't see the whole galaxy you know we can see sort of where it thickens in the middle um but it's uh it, but that's limited and it turns out we always thought we were sort of on the outside edge of the milky way it turns out we're about a third of the way from the middle um but it gets less dense it goes beyond us
1: oh of course like
0: most things yeah. So what? How did they find this out? Is this through telescopes? Is this through? Yeah, nothing? yeah, through like Hubble, through like looking looking at background, you know, light in 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 very dark areas and things like that. So, so the number is somewhere we now believe. And this this grant, okay, it's a huge number compared to five billion, but compared to your 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 two million, <laughs> I, I mean, I'm just stunned you would say that. I mean, two million you could count to. I mean, it would take you a long time, but you you know. Now the number yes. of, of stars we think in the are in, in the our galaxy right now is about is between 100 and 400 million billion. A hundred and four hundred billion.
1: Yeah.
0: Oh my. In wow, our galaxy. So so for so for you who think that there are no other you know that there's no no other life, that's just insane. You know. So I well, mean, you yeah, know, I it, definitely believe there's aliens. Yeah, in our but in our galaxy alone there's 100 to 400 billion stars. And the funny thing is, you know, because of things like Star Trek and everything else, you know, and waiting Flash Gordon way back in the day and you know, we've always our generations and our you know, people in the last century have always assumed and believed there's other planets until, you know, until the last couple of decades we had never directly observed another planet. So it was always speculation. We always assumed there was other planets. But we weren't sure, you know. And then, to to the extent we're able to to determine that there are, it's by looking at refraction of light and how you know light and gravity changes as uh, looking at at other stars and and, you know and their behavior and recognizing there must be planets circling around them that are causing them to look like that. And um, what we now realize, since you know, in that time, since we've since we finally observed directly that there are other other planets, is virtually every star has planets. We used to think that, you know, maybe some do and some don't. Now we realize yeah. that every star essentially has planets. So that hundred to 400 billion stars in our galaxy have planets. So okay, exponentially, okay. you're talking, we're probably in the trillions of planets. Yeah, well, exactly. In the galaxy, potentially.
1: Oh my gosh. Because here's, okay, here's, here's
0: the other question. How many, how many um, galaxies do you think are in the known universe? Or the visible universe.
1: Again, that that number staggering too. I want to say that's in the millions too, right? That let's—I'll go back to maybe my four million. I'll stick with that number, Michael. Okay, let's... and it's
0: interesting you should say that because our friend of the show, Louisa, and I had a conversation like this years ago when when I was saying there's about five billion stars in the in, in the Milky Way, and I said there's about an equivalent number of galaxies as far as we know in the in the universe, and she believed yes. the Milky Way number, although she thought it was hot. You know, she like you, she was a little staggered, but she in no way did she believe the um, the galaxies in the universe number. Well, it turns out we were completely wrong about that, and it's uh, much more than we thought as well. How much more? Are we talking like the hundred of billions again? Throw out a number. Uh, let's say 70 billion. Much higher.
1: God, so we're going back to hundreds of billions?
0: Yeah. So we, we recognized, you know, so through Hubble and like observing, you know, just deep space... And, you know, the amount of light being thrown off in, in dark areas, we recognize there's probably 100 to 200 billion galaxies in, in, in the universe. However, when, the, you know, when New Horizons uh, uh, space probe went beyond the end of the solar system and suddenly a lot less uh, light pollution, it's not light pollution, like being in Los Angeles, you know, just cosmic dust and, and light bouncing it's off. It's a different kind, was, yeah. Yeah. Um, and with truly in space where it's, you know, where there's darkness, you would position its uh, camera or to aim it at areas that looked completely dark, you know, so that that had nothing that we were aware of in them. And then see, you know, just uh, uh, escalate the amount of light being measured and recognize from the background light, how many uh, galaxies might be there. And so around, you know, in the last few years, around 2016, 20, uh, 2018, they started saying, you know, we're wrong, it's not 100 to 200 billion, it's, uh, it's one to 2 trillion.
1: Trillion.
0: However, in the last few months, um, that's been downgraded back to hundreds of billions. But that's still a lot, right? So, hundreds of billions of, of galaxies, you know, containing in e- in each case tons of stars, you know, and I, um, you know, in our case, like you know, 100 to 400 billion. The nearest galaxy is to us, the Andromeda galaxy. You know how many uh, uh, stars it has? No, no clue. A trillion. So that's a single galaxy with a trillion stars. And again, as you say, maybe order of magnitude number of planets in each one of those, multiplied by several hundred billion galaxies. Wow. Wow, this is crazy. Um, That's just unbelievable.
1: Like, truly, excitingly awesome. Wow. Yeah. Well, I want to say... Thank you for that. I think it's just unbelievably fantastic, and I'm really, really excited, and what a cool episode today. We talked about not only shoving things or finding things in your butt,
0: we have now discussed deep philosophical theories on the galaxy. That's pretty
1: badass. What a great day. Thank you. That's a
0: lot of science. I mean, imagine if you were some, like, you know, Marvel-style super being and were able to shove an entire galaxy up your ass that i think be. it's what thanos did if he wasn't going to find those infinity stones in the
1: gauntlet i think that was his next move right well that would give you some kind of power
0: <laughs> on that note thank you so much to our audience and you buddy all right thanks everybody uh, great to be back and um and and to be coming out of covid for real like you know uh, today is the day that la opens up for people who are unaware of that so we are uh, we are officially open for business come on back woohoo